0: To the Shoe Money Podcast, the Week Six edition. Joseph White here, alongside Mr. Ryan Paulson, set to walk you through uh, a, a bit of an odd, narrow in most places, kind of wide in one spot, perhaps slate. Why, Ryan? Because Daddy
1: needs a new pair of shoes. How did we make it to Week Six already?
0: Teasers. That's how we made it to Week Six.
1: That's now how playing on FanDuel. Oh, boy. How is that resolved? It's resolved. They're caught up now. Wow.
0: And what a cluster. You, you've got to think some lawyers will get involved in that one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't play heavy volume on FanDuel, so I was thankful. But if you play heavy over there, you probably got a huge gripe with them.
0: I, I would think you'd have to. I mean, that's that, that's that's dirty pool, what they did there.
1: But that's how you keep making money. Don't play over there. Or play over there. The pricing is really soft.
0: <laughs> uh, you want to make some money. Just just keep betting the teasers, baby. Another hit this week. Uh we'll call it plus one forty. Uh, that goes. The teasers are three and two on the year. We got another one lined up this week, a four a four bagger. And uh and that doesn't even include the, the regular slate where uh I don't know, I don't know, Ryan. The first quarterback I like is under
1: $6,000. Oh, it it's Fitzmagic week.
0: It abs- right? Okay. I, I, I felt crazy, and I guess we'll just transition right to quarterback. Um, I felt crazy looking through the list and like, all right, I've, I've got some interest in Rodgers at 7500 because, I mean, how could you not? Um, but there was no quarterback, given their price, that I felt legitimately good about playing until Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fifty nine
1: hundred. Lock him in. He's my guy. He's going to be popular this week, and for good reason. The Jets' defense is terrible. The only concern, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but does he throw for the whole game? I don't.
0: I don't think, and this is going to sound odd. I don't feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Um, is game flow dependent. In that even if the dolphins are up, I don't see them not throwing the ball. I mean they, they were crushing San Francisco for that entire game. They won it 43-17 and he had his best game of the season with 30 fantasy points. Um and and that was by the way the fourth game in a row in which he's gone north of 25 points. Um so I, I don't think so. Honestly, um Will he be throwing the ball all game? I'm sorry. Will he be throwing the ball all game as I just stumble all over myself because these numbers are too good? Um, Probably not, but I think even late, even up, they'll be throwing enough that with the damage he can do in the first two, first three quarters, I feel good about it.
1: Yeah, and, like, I can't believe it, but he actually has some rushing equity and rushing touchdown equity. can go for the 300-yard bonus. Yep. I mean, he checks the boxes of what you want, and you don't think of him like that. But, yeah, he'll do a little bit with his legs. I think he's a great play this week. Yeah. I was on him against Seattle, and that worked out really well. It looked rough for a while, but he got to 26 in that game. And then, obviously, we look at the matchup with San Francisco. Despite their injuries, we're still not really into that. And He goes for 30. Yeah. So he's lighting up pretty decent defenses. And, I mean, the Jets are the Jets. So, yeah, I mean, take, take, take to- him failing.
0: You're right, take the names and the teams away, and I tell you that for $5,900 you can get a quarterback in a soft matchup who's gone for 27, 25, 26, and 31 in the last four games. Yeah, do it, absolutely.
1: And he's the afternoon hammer. Oh, I love having the quarterback in the afternoon. Oh, you gotta love it. So he's the first guy on your
0: list. He is the he is legitimately the first, and I felt bad, so I put Rogers on it. But otherwise, he'd be the only guy in on my list. I mean, maybe, maybe you can talk me into Wentz a little cheaper, um, fifty six hundred, expecting them to have to throw the ball. And admittedly, Dimes at fifty four hundred, but I mean, the numbers haven't been there for Dimes, so that that is that is a pure um, play and hope. Play with Daniel Jones because there's there's nothing done, to suggest done. you're you're done. I'm done. I mean that's totally fair. You know um, he has he hasn't been over. I mean 11.1 points is his best game in the last four. Um, there's there's nothing there to suggest other than the fact that playing a banged up Washington defense, he's gonna have a good game. So really, it's just Fitzpatrick for me. Maybe Wentz a little lower, and if I'm paying up, you know. Uh, can you can you talk me into aaron Rodgers v tom brady in in a game with maybe some shootout potential maybe but really fitzpatrick's the one i feel most comfortable with hands down far bar none far and away my number
1: one and really only all right i'm gonna shuffle through the top end first um I think Lamar Jackson's going to be almost unowned this week. And, yeah, he's 7,700. He hasn't paid off that price tag once this year that you'd feel confident playing him. He's going to have a blow-up week, and if nobody's going to be on him and you compare him with Marquise Brown, who I think is due for an eruption, maybe not this week against Darius Slay, but Jackson to Marquise Brown or Mark Andrews, that interests me. I like Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, we see the opponent rank with the Tampa Bay Bucks pass defense as one. I think that's going to scare a lot of people off. His price is climbing, but gets Devontae Adams back this week in a game that has the highest over-under of the week. So, yeah, I have some interest there, too. And Deshaun Watson at the top range, 7K. Obviously, he saw a nice price increase over the last couple of weeks. And he gets a Tennessee defense that, while they look good against the Bills, they just played on Tuesday night. They got a quick turnaround with very little practice. I think he could have a nice game. And then i got to go down to Matt Stafford against that awful Jags pass defense, and you just hope that he's going to air it out, get that 300-yard bonus, and hit that ceiling. Other than that, uh, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings have the highest team total on the board, but I don't like Kirk at all. Give me Madison and Thielen to get exposure to that team. And then on the flip side of that Houston game, Tannehill continues to be efficient. And I want to jinx the Titans so badly, so I'm on the Titans train, baby. Let's go.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm all in on the Titans. They're going the full way. This better be a reverse jinx because I'm sick of them.
0: What do we, we make of that game last night where they just, they, they, they I mean, they played great and took over that game against the Bills, but, you know, they were coming off, like, you know, a month and a half off due to, due to coronavirus, and, and the Bills' schedule had been jerked around with, uh, over the, the preceding days. Do, do we take a lot out of it?
1: Do we think the Titans are are legit? I think the Titans are easily the Super Bowl favorites this year now, right? <sighs> Obviously. If it, if it gets uh, look, them out, then sure. Vrabel is a good coach. I think uh, we can get on board with that, right? Yes. At this point, you I got mean, it. What, what they did To the Ravens last year in the playoffs was remarkable, and they really gave the Chiefs a fight. And now they stop, which is one of the MVP front runners in Josh Allen, and make him look human again. Mm -hmm. And that's very impressive. But I think we saw a floor game from Josh Allen, and that Bills defense is awful somehow. I mean, look, they didn't have Tradavius White, but they've been bad all season. Yeah. the Titans were hyper efficient. Obviously, the Derrick Henry stiff arm was awesome.
0: That was incredible and disrespectful. Both from the standpoint that he did it and then just immediately ran out of bounds short of first yard first down yardage. Like yep. it was wasn't even like it was the Marshawn Lynch like stiff arm to hell and then run for a touchdown. He just he threw that guy to the ground and went, "Yeah, okay, that's good enough. I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm going to step out over here now."
1: But yeah, I like Tannehill a little bit. You're taking on a little bit of risk on five days rest, little practice time over the last couple weeks. But Houston's pass defense, nothing to be feared there, and he's under six K. But give me Fitzpatrick over him, obviously. Yep.
0: All right, running back or any more there at wide at uh, at quarterback for you?
1: No narrow week. I mean, obviously our favorite guy is fit, so it's a good week. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I feel the same in terms of terms of width here uh, at running back. Uh, I mean, you can feel free to tell me I'm wrong, but even uh, we texted about it earlier this week about Madison's price jumping from four thousand last week to seventy two hundred this week on DraftKings. Um, coming off though a hundred yard rush in relief, a hundred yard rushing game in relief from Dalvin Cook with three catches to boot, it still feels a little low. I like him. And there's not a ton else I like. Maybe only three or four guys whose, whose names uh, I'll check in with a little cheaper.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, let's look at it this way with Madison. The floor of running back prices is 4 k So you're basically getting a 20% discount from Dalvin Cook at 8 k If Dalvin Cook were playing at 8 k we'd love him this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get a discount for, I don't know, let's say he's 20% of... less of Dalvin cook. You get that off on your price. He's a great play. Atlanta's awful. Yeah. And he was crushing last Uh, week. Yeah. They gave him 20 carries. So like, you got to love that three targets. You're getting 20 plus touches out of your running back against the Falcons in a game that you have the highest team total. Yep. Uh, He's not a backup per se. I think he's a legitimately good running back that they trust. And we know they'll give him the work. And at the high end, I think I like him more than Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones.
0: Uh, I agree. I I could I could see arguments for Jones. Um, I mean, the stiff arm is is an argument in its own right for Henry. I just I, I don't I don't think that's a slow grind them out game there with Houston. Um, and so I I'd, I'd rather have Madison than each of those guys. And then uh, I mean, what what do we do with Mike Davis here against Carolina? Mike Davis coming off his best game, uh, thirty points there at sixty four hundred, but his his price is jumping six hundred more dollars
1: kind of the same argument that I just made with Dalvin cook. If Christian McCaffrey were eight or nine K you'd love him this week. And Mike Davis is getting 20 plus touches, including mm-hmm. 10 targets and nine catches last week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't love the matchup. I think the bears defense is still legit, but you don't need him to run between the tackles to get his points. He's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. They're using him very well. And yeah, I mean, we were paying five K, high five K, sixty four hundred last week, and now he's seven K. I still like him. he's yeah. in my cash being team right now.
0: Yep yeah, it's it's the ten it's the ten targets that that puts it over the top for me. It, it's it's not just the 15, 16 carries he's getting a game. You you get those kind of target numbers. Um, I mean, that's that's what that's what can separate you absolutely. So so Davis for me um, is another very good play even with the price tag jump, which gives me a little pause. Um, my next guy is down 6300. so is, is there anybody in those intermediate ranges that that gets you um, you know excited to play them?
1: James Robinson against the Lions um, I, I think this is a game that Jacksonville can be in. Through the second half, which means we could see 20 plus touches, including some targets. He's had pretty good targets, five, six, and seven. You know, he saw a great game against the Dolphins. He has got like a 30 point ceiling or so. So I like him. Have some interest there. Got to like the touches for Miles Sanders. You got to hate the matchup for Miles Sanders. Yeah. So that yeah. that is meh for me at that point. So uh, you're into the Todd Gurley this week.
0: I I mean I I really like the way Todd Gurley has looked. He, he's coming off a 28 point. Game, So it, you know, there's some potential, um, that we're, we're jumping on this train after it's already, you know, left the station, but 14 attempts and 124 yards last week added a touchdown. He got five targets. Um, this is a game. I think you're going to have to figure Atlanta's throwing the ball. Minnesota's defense is not, you know, one that you're going to necessarily be worried about. They're not a pushover. They're not Atlanta's defense. Um, but it's not one that I think you you factor in as like, oh, boy, I can't play a guy against that defense. It's not that. So Gurley, 6,300, and the way he's looked, as much the eye test as anything else, I like him.
1: Hard to deny that. He looks fresh right now. Five targets last week, four catches. got to love that, especially if they're trailing. We're still going to utilize him a little bit, but... Matt Ryan clearly showing some signs of aging here. So I think they're going to try to ride Gurley early. And if they keep it close, he's going to be in the whole game. Yep. Uh, 6K, Ronald Jones, two really good games back to back here. Not afraid of Leonard Fournette at all. And again, nine targets against the Chargers and five targets against the Bears. He's getting used in the red zone over 100 yards in both of those games. Only 6K, definitely some interest there as well.
0: This game, this game, I'm, I'm having trouble figuring, um, because I just, d- do I think it's a shootout? Do I think, you know, Green Bay is the Green Bay that, you know, some of their games suggest and they're going to just, you know, put Tampa Bay in the dust? Um, Ronald Jones, though, you suggest, you know, you, you, you threw the numbers there about the red zone and some of the passing game help, um... So maybe maybe the the game flow you know doesn't necessarily come into play here. I don't mind him. Um, I don't love him just because I, I you know I'm having a hard time figuring out what this game is. If if you've got a strong opinion about the game, then go at it. I just I don't with this game.
1: Yeah, I like him, but you know, speaking of mad, don't really feel really good about this plays, Can I interest you? And $5,800 David Montgomery against the Carolina quote-unquote defense.
0: No. I, I Allen Robinson, I think, is the only part of that Bears offense I want. And and that that may be unfair. I mean, Montgomery's coming off a 19-point game. Um, and and his price is appetizing, particularly given the matchup. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have any idea what to make of the Bears offense either. So uh, I don't know what to do with that. And it's, it's, you know, the analysis should be better than what I'm giving here. It's just, if I don't have a strong opinion one way or another about what the game is or what the offense is, it's hard for me to figure out, you know, what a reasonable expectation is and then plan accordingly. So Montgomery's not a guy I'm figuring. If I'm making a bunch of teams, I think he's got to be in there given the price and the matchup. But it's, just, it's, it's hard for me to have any confidence in it whatsoever.
1: Yeah, you just nailed the analysis actually very well. I'm going to be building quite a few teams, and because of the price in the matchup, he's lead back player X against the Carolina Panthers run defense.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Antonio Gibson breakout week?
0: Uh, I I don't see it. Um, I'm a scary Terry guy here. I don't think the Giants are particularly soft against the run, Um, so I don't count on it there. I like It's coming, Joe. It is coming. I just don't think it's this week. I will say, and there there are probably more guys to talk about between them. But just while we're on that game, um, in the, in 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 a poor man's eye test, um, you know, if if the rich man's eye test was Todd Gurley, the poor man's here is Devonta Freeman. He looked pretty good running the ball last week uh, in Dallas with the Giants. He got 17 carries, 60 yards. You'd like to see that go up, but he scored a touchdown there and. Uh, I I kind of like him as the lead back there, particularly at 4,900. I mean, below 5,000, I'm interested. Above it, I'm not. Um, but he's a guy I'll have at least somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to like that the touches are increasing every single week. Four targets against the Rams, three targets against the Cowboys. This is a game that they can definitely stay involved in. So that's exactly what you're looking for out of a $4,900 running back. Yeah. Um, On our non-fits teams, Miles Gaskin, 5,400, seeing quite a lot of volume, Mm -hmm. especially in the passing game. And again, it's just, I think you could probably do a dolphin stack with Fitz Gaskin and take your pick of Parker, Preston Williams or Gasicki. Yep. And I think that's all fine, but you know, I I think to get off of our fits on the teams, we're not banking on that. We love the spot for Miami. I think Gaskin makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, he absolutely does. I mean, that, I, I know, you know, we spent some time at the top and I, I talked about how Fitz will throw the ball regardless. That offense, if they're up and they should be up, will at least start to shift to the running game. Fitz will still be throwing the ball, but the running game will take over, um, you know, the lion's share of the work. And and I see, I mean, there's no reason to, to expect that to not happen this week. The, the Jets are a disaster.
1: Yeah, so I, I think... That's almost it until we get the hopefully Melvin Gordon list Broncos, and we can get forty three hundred dollars Philip Lindsay, albeit in a bad matchup.
0: Yeah, but if, if, if a forty three hundred dollar running back is getting number one share of of the of the runs, uh, you got to play him. You just got to play
1: him. Yeah, so he's due back tentatively. Like he has no tag this week, but it's the first time he's played since week one. He's had a toe injury. The Broncos do have Royce Freeman, but when it was just Lindsey and Freeman, they were utilizing Lindsey much more. We know that he catches passes, and if they get behind, they're going to use him still. And for forty three hundred bucks, gotta love that.
0: Yeah. All right, wide receiver. Um, awesome. I see. I, there's a there's a lot I like here. Um, starting with Ridley for me. I mean, look, you want to play Adams. Um, I mean he, he went for 45 in, in week one and then got injured in week two and, and hasn't played since um I, th- I think it's a tough matchup coming off an injury to to be eight thousand dollars so he's a pass for me but I understand it um but Ridley I mean game they're gonna be throwing the ball 10 targets last week eight catches for 136 he hasn't had a touchdown since week two but those are gonna come um at least you know I'm gonna, oh. Those are going to come, he says, after saying that about Julio Jones for how many years now. Um, but I like Ridley at 78 across the field, same game feeling, um, he got 13 targets last week, nine for 80, two touchdowns. Um, he's got four touchdowns in his last three games. I, I like either of those guys at the top end.
1: Yeah. So if you're playing Rogers, obviously you're going to look to Devonte Adams, um, I think he should be a full go this week. I don't think he's going to be limited at all. So if you like that game, definitely get your Devontae Adams. I am right there with you with Calvin Ridley. Target monster with or without Julio in this game. Doesn't even matter. And Julio still has tell Yeah, right. So he doesn't need to practice to actually get back, but obviously True. you want to see that for yeah. sure. Uh, Ridley looks like he has one of the best cornerback matchups on the slate as well. Not like he really needs that, but... Could be a monster game, and like you said, due for some touchdown progression in his favor. Also on the Adam Thielen train, I don't think I'd play him with Madison. Yeah. I think you'd probably agree.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's 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 a and to I prefer Madison and Ridley as as my options from that game, but I will definitely have some Thielen.
1: That is a very sexy mini stack right there. It is. I love that, and uh, like you had mentioned when we spoke about David Montgomery. Allen Robinson getting alpha usage definitely has some type of chemistry with Nick Foles, only 7K, another good matchup in terms of cornerbacks on the other side of the field. 16 targets last week for Robinson. Yep. Right. And if they get up, I don't think it's going to be from Montgomery. I think Allen Robinson will have a whole lot to do with that, so definitely like him. And on the Tampa Bay side of the ball, if you have an idea where Jair Alexander is going to be, then play the other guy.
0: Right. Again, hard to figure, that game. Just top to bottom, hard to figure. So the wide receivers for me are probably a stay away there. Um, I will take some Will Fuller, though. Eight targets last week. Got a touchdown. Three straight games with a touchdown. Um, I, I think this is kind of a sneaky shootout game with Tennessee. So I, I like I like him there. If Julio plays, he's 6,700. That's too cheap for Julio Jones. Um, so that's interesting to me, but you're you're gonna need to see him progress during the week. And you you mentioned it, Hollywood Brown, breakout game coming maybe. Ten targets last week. Uh, Philadelphia not exactly the the stout secondary um, that that you know you would think isn't burnable. They certainly are. So Marquise Brown there, sixty five hundred. Maybe, maybe maybe the breakout week comes this week.
1: The problem with him is is He doesn't really have a lot of High efficiency looks It's just uh, the ceiling game is coming uh, uh, One of the stats that I like For tournament wide receivers is looking at Air yards which is how far the ball is Traveling before it would hit the receiver Marquise Brown number three in the league With 44% of his team's Air yards in the pass game number one Adam Thielen number two A guy that we're going to get to very soon Terry McLaurin mm, I
0: do like him uh, before we get to McLaurin, we talked about Parker as the option um, that one of the stack options for Fitzmagic. I I do like him the most. Um, in fact, let's do this: Parker, uh, Gasicki, and uh, Preston Williams. Rank those. Battle. Rank those three as your preferred options with Fitzmagic.
1: You already had it in order for me, Parker Gasicki williams Same, same. Um, I think the ownership will probably flow the same way. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, definitely still like Robbie Anderson this week, 6,300. He's the guy that we thought DJ Moore would be. Another guy who is absolutely crushed after he gets away from Adam Gay. <laughs> so that's certainly a trend at this point.
0: Yep. Look for look for your Lev Bell stock to uh, to go through the roof soon
1: um oh, Kenny Galladay 6200 against the Jags love that this week too
0: Jameson Crowder uh, another uh you know $100 cheaper you know uh I we're, we're we're not big fans of Gase but in the three games Crowder has started this season 27 20 28 and he's got 33 targets in those three games so uh In a game where I think the Jets are going to be down and playing a defense that isn't exactly um, elite, I like Crowder quite a bit here. I just – I wish he was under 6K, but at 6,100, given those numbers, I mean, mean, still kind of a steal.
1: Yeah, and we got the sample size with Joe Flacco, targeted him 10 times. So you got to like that because Flacco is going to be the guy again this week. They should be trailing as we like Miami, so – and your fit stacks, uh, definitely Crowder as the bring back Seems pretty obvious.
0: Yep. Uh, McLaurin and Darius Slayton. I will mention them in tandem just because um, that game, those, those are the two guys. Those are the two offensive pieces I want in that game. Uh, Slayton got 11 targets last week, went for 129. Um, he is the guy in that offense. Uh, and Scary Terry... You know, if he's looking for a breakout game, he had 28 points in week two, but um, he's getting the target share. Seven last week, only caught three of those, but the the Giants' defense is not as good as the Rams' defense, specifically at corner. So uh, I think Scary Terry has a, has a pretty good week this week. Does anyone else call him Scary Terry? Is that a legit thing, or am I just co-opting... Uh, who's the Celtic?
1: Terry Rozier. I was,
0: yes, thank you. I was afraid, I was afraid I had it. I was thinking Terry Rozier and I was afraid I had it wrong. It's like, does that guy not play basketball? My NBA knowledge is so limited. I was, I got scared off.
1: No, you nailed it. Um, The only thing with McLaurin is, do we like Kyle Allen? Because it looks like he's going to be the starter this week. I mean, no, we
0: definitely don't. Um, But, somebody's got to catch passes because the giants are going to let
1: somebody catch passes. And I think it's going to be McLaurin. I totally agree. It's just, I, I, I don't feel super comfortable with the quarterback. If it were Alex Smith, I think I'd feel a little better, but is is Kyle Allen really that much of a downgrade from Haskins or Alex Smith? Maybe not.
0: No, no. Uh, Uh, Alex Smith comeback player of the year. Do we all agree?
1: I, think, I thought that was already official.
0: Like, it should be, right? Like, that, that dude doesn't even matter that he just came into the game to get sacked by Aaron Donald. It does not matter. That, that dude is the comeback player of the year. Everyone else can fight for second place.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Good for that guy. And, like, you know, everybody can question why he would even want to come back and do that. But they mentioned in the broadcast that he wanted to show his children that that's just how you're supposed to do it anytime you can. It's a heck Good of a for thing, him.
0: man. Uh, do we like any Travis Fulgham before we get out of here? No. Okay. All right. I mean, it's interesting because 13 points in Week Four, and then obviously the 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 I mean, it's what has to be outlier game last week with 34 points. But um, that's a tough matchup, and regression's coming. So I I would agree you gonna
1: see Marlon Humphrey or Marcus <laughs> Peters. Yeah, I'm good there. I know that the Ravens' defense hasn't been the greatest yet, but I believe in both of those cornerbacks, and I don't want Travis Fulgham. But hey, I he's believe
0: cheap. I believe in each of those. Uh, I believe in everything about Baltimore's defense more than I believe everything about the you know Eagles' offense. So uh, I agree with you there. Anybody else before tight end?
1: A.J. Brown, 5,600, came back uh, last night against the Bills, caught seven of nine targets for 82 yards and a touchdown. That game was over with after the defensive stuff and Derrick Henry getting two touchdowns, but you can see double-digit targets if Houston keeps this game close and at 5,600, I think we're getting a nice little discount there. Are we buying Chase Claypool?
0: Um, not yet, Um, given, given what I think his ownership will do after that kind of a game. Um... But I mean, I think, I think if if we were to do the research, and uh, spoiler alert, I'm not gonna. Um, I think you could go back in time and find games where just random dudes no one's ever heard of went off for the Pittsburgh Steelers in that in that sort of a way, um, and they're one offs or two offs or you know they're one offs that grow into Juju Smith Schuster in eight or nine weeks, but. Um, right now it's not something i'm I'm interested in jumping on
1: agreed uh, I got a couple of cheapies that I'm gonna mention because you know I've been hitting those like fire with Olamide Zacchaeus and KJ Hamler and the likes but we got two 3K guys that are at least worth mentioning mm-hmm. I guess Darnell Mooney 3K for the Bears he was relatively involved against the bucks I mean, Again, these aren't the sexiest plays, but if you got 3K left for a receiver. And uh, Jeff Smith. Jeff Duh. Smith. Okay. Yeah, he had a nice game with Sam Darnold against the Broncos and then uh, only caught three of his 11 targets against the Cardinals. But if Flacco's looking at somebody 11 times in a game that they're going to trail and he's 3K, you got to mention him.
0: All right. Uh, tight end is, is the wolf position for me
1: this week. Yeah, I mean, Mark Andrews is probably too cheap, right? I mean, like, yes.
0: It's just if, if, if I want a guy, I mean, I, what I was about to say is if I want to pay that much for a tight end, I want it to be somebody who might get 15 targets and, and I, can, I can feel reasonable about being the focus of that entire offense the way Kittle was last week when I loved him and then he wildly disappointed So, I don't know what to make of my own analysis there. 6,500, I I just, Mark Andrews, I've never gotten on board, and it has bitten me time and time again. You're probably right, because if he was a wide receiver, we'd like him, given the matchup. Um, And that's probably the way you should approach it. I just have a hard time doing it.
1: There's nothing worse than paying up at tight end to get five points when you can play Logan Thomas for 3300 and get five points, you know? Like, yeah. just three-kitten keeper. Yep.
0: Yeah. We've certainly been there before.
1: Ugh. Uh, like, Kasicki again, like, not a guy I want to single out, but if you're doing the, the fit stacks over and over again, Kasicki definitely, you know, to me, their number two option, like we had already gone over. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Hawkinson, same thing. You know, hasn't really had a breakout game, decent floor, doesn't seem like he has a whole lot of ceiling, but really great matchup. Uh Johnny Smith, I think, is very interesting.
0: Fifty two hundred bucks, twenty one points last night. Uh got seven targets. I mean, in the games he's played, seven, five, eight, and seven, uh, those are his targets in those four games. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He's a good he's a good pick there, fifty two hundred.
1: Yeah, especially if Corey Davis and or Adam Humphreys, who could not play last night due to COVID, if they can't turn around and play on Sunday and Tennessee has to have any type of throwing volume, then I think Johnu and AJ Brown both make a lot of sense. Yeah. Are we buying $5,100 Robert Tanyan yet?
0: Uh, no, no. That's... I'm, well, I mean, double digits, e- even in the two weeks before the three touchdown game but those both came with touchdowns so i mean do we think that robert tanyan is just a touchdown machine i do not no especially now with adams coming back
1: i totally agree especially with adams back if he doesn't catch a touchdown he could really bomb yeah
0: Yep. Yeah. um i'm 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 going to say it so you don't have to i'm just out on, on ingram <laughs> i'm just i'm just out on ingram for a bit
1: Oh, they're not even targeting him down the field. Like, they're targeting him so close to the line of scrimmage, and he's still not hauling in a bunch of targets. What's happening, man?
0: It's – they're not – I mean, Ingram has not played well. They're not using him great. Um, That offense just seems so stuck, and I don't understand why, other than the fact that, like, the offensive line isn't isn't helping anything at all, and Daniel Jones just hold on to the ball. Just hold on to the ball. Like – I texted a friend of mine who's a Giants fan that Dimes may be the most frustrating Giant of our lifetime because he can roll to the right at a full sprint and a step from the sideline, throw a bullet straight down to the sideline for a 20-yard completion to Darius Slayton. And it's amazing. And then he can also just not hold on to the football. Just hold on to it. I feel
1: for you, man. I think the talent's there, but it is obviously not translating yet.
0: It, and that's the thing. The talent is all there. So I'm out on on Ingram. Um, I think I think I heard you mention Hayden Hurst at, at 4,700.
1: I said Zach Ertz. Just Zach, as gross.
0: Ertz Just as gross. I don't really want either of them. What has happened to Zach Hertz? I don't know, man. He's so old. Dude, the, the Eagles are a mess. And it's getting overshadowed by Dak, and it's getting overshadowed by by some other teams. But, like, in a normal year, I think the lead story would just be what is wrong with the Eagles and how bad is Carson Wentz. It stopped being how good is Carson Wentz. It's how bad is Carson Wentz. And when you watch him, he can make the throws. Like, he's he's a professional quarterback. It's just something's going wrong there a lot. All
1: right. You have to place a wager on whether or not Jalen Hurts takes over for Carson Wentz without a Carson Wentz injury this season. What do you think?
0: I'm starting. Not this year. But like I I could I could see this year ending and that being an open competition come the fall or come this spring.
1: Like why else do you draft Jalen Hurts in the second round?
0: Yeah. I mean, and, when
1: Wentz is still really in his rookie deal, and he was your guy at the top of the draft,
0: I just I can't see them. Um, I can't see them pulling the trigger
1: and in like
0: week twelve and saying like Hertz is our guy. But I mean, if, if this division stays close and that offense and Wentz specifically keeps playing the way they've been playing, you know, I maybe maybe I could see them saying, you know, look, we're we're a game and a half out of this, and you're killing us. So let's let this kid try.
1: Yeah, I mean, their offensive line has been bad, obviously, but Wentz has made bad throws time and time again. They've been in games, and he can't get them over the top to win them. That tie was brutal. But at the same time, like, I'm sure the Eagles feel like they owe him a shot now that he's still healthy to, like, really let him give them a chance because he's been hurt so frequently too.
0: Yeah. Uh Back to tight end. I mean, there's two guys down here that I'm kind of looking at. Uh, Eric Ebron at 4,100 in a decent matchup. Uh, you, you really got to hope he catches a touchdown, um, but distinctly possible. And then I um, kind of like Austin Hooper, $3,900. Same matchup. Got 10 targets last week. Um, again, you, you hope he catches a touchdown. But but he doesn't kill you if he doesn't come up with something.
1: Yeah, I mean, seven targets the week before, so he's trending up. And if he hits that, like you said, if he had the touchdown the last week, you're pretty happy with that at just under 4K.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love it, but there's nothing really I love about tight end. It's, it's
1: kind of a survive week. This has been just such a brutal position all year that you're hoping you hit the one good score of the week, and that's about it. Yeah. Um. Trey Burton. He's been very good to us in the past. Started week four, caught two of five targets. And last week against the Browns, caught five of six targets. That's decent volume for cheap. But again, it's just gross. Hold your nose. Hope you don't get a zero.
0: Yep. Anybody else? Tight end's bad. That's it
1: for me right now.
0: Tight end is bad this week. Uh, Defense, um, I usually like explore the top end range, but I found two... At the bottom at 2,900, and they'll be the only two I have. And
1: that's I like them
0: both. Yeah, Carolina and Miami. That's it for me. Miami's the one. I mean, 2,900 bucks against the Jets. I'm in. Uh, Caroline is interesting against Nick Foles at 2,900 also just because of the price. And uh, I'm not interested in paying up anywhere else. That's it for me.
1: Yeah, with like the lack of glaring value this week, like maybe we get Phil Lindsay, Maybe. But aside from that, it feels like a balance week, which means I think you're going to be looking to save at defense. And I mean, look, if you have the money for the Ravens, they've been awesome. Lots of sacks. They're ball hawks. They can always take one back. You got New England against Drew Locke. Yes, that's fine. You got the Colts against rookie Joe Burrow. Sure. like Those are all fine plays, but I just don't see myself having that extra money to spend all the way up there. And I'm with you. The bottom two that I have listed are the Carolina Panthers and the Miami Dolphins.
0: Yeah. All right, then let's tie a bow on it, Mr. Paulson, drop the music here. We'll uh, go back through our top picks in each and then and then i'll I'll add some 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 spread plays and a teaser parlay at the end. Uh, why? because 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 why not? All right, Mr. Paulson.
1: I am going to think that Deshaun Watson is able to do what Josh Allen could not against the Tennessee Titans defense against them on a quick week. I like that a lot. Matt Stafford against the Jaguars. And then, of course, our beloved Fitzmagic one more time. And uh, we'll we'll just ride him until the wheels fall off, right?
0: Yep. Which they will. And
1: over at running back, we got Chief Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, 7,200. Like that a lot. We got Mike Davis again, little Christian McCaffrey. Got to love that. And then if we're going cheaper, uh, we got the Miles Gaskin play to get off of some of our Fitz love or maybe in conjunction with, and then we'll do Philip Lindsay. If Melvin Gordon is out, that is a big caveat. Sliding over to wide receiver. We both like Calvin Ridley a lot. If you're not playing the Alexander Madison, I think Adam Thielen is a great way to get some exposure to that big Vikings team total. We like Allen Robinson and all those targets like Kenny Galladay, especially with those Matthew Stafford shares. Terry McLaurin, if you're okay dealing with that quarterback variance, that could come from Kyle Allen. And again, if the Titans are still very banged up, I think A.J. Brown is their alpha receiver, and you're getting a discount in a week where he might see a ton of volume. Mm -hmm. Sliding over to tight ends. Yeah, if you have the money, get up to Mark Andrews. He's their guy in the red zone when they're not running the football. Kasicki with your fit stacks. I like Johnny Smith for all the same reasons I just mentioned about A.J. Brown. And I, oh, God, Zach, I, I have some interest, I can't lie.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. bless your heart.
1: And, uh, again, at defense, like we mentioned, I look to save. I like the Panthers, and I like the Dolphins.
0: Yep. Uh, all right, so Fitz is, is my only quarterback. Uh, running back, Madison Davis, like you said, Gurley, I want a little piece of. And Lindsey, uh, again, as you said, if, uh, if he is the starter. Uh, wide receiver, Ridley, Phelan, give me Parker, give me Crowder, give me Slayton, and give me McLaurin uh, in, a, in a bit of a wide week there. Six guys there. Tight end is really just Johnny, um, a little bit of, but Hooper is, is mostly my guy there. Uh, I, given the price, I feel okay about paying down there, and, and I just don't love anything north of that. And, and Miami's my defense. And now the fun begins. Ryan, we've taken two weeks off here. From from our spread picks, and we're coming back. We got three here. Got these a little early. I think some of the lines are shifting here, but the Giants minus three at 0-5. You go ahead and take those points. I'll lay them. Uh, I I like I like some trends here. Um, the Giants are bad, but. They've got a win coming, so I like the Giants lay the points. Uh, give me the Rams minus three and a half against San Francisco. Is a bad team. They may rebound, but um, they're they're just they're beat up. They got quarterback issues now. They got they got issues all over the place. I like the Rams minus three and a half. And Kansas City awful loss. I think this is a team that is very capable of flipping a switch and saying, oh, it's it's time to to play big boys football. They did it against the Ravens. I think they do it this week to prove a point, even as Buffalo tries to prove their own point. So so Kansas City minus what I got at three, the Rams minus three and a half, and the Giants minus three. How do you feel about those? I like
1: the Chiefs a lot. Giants too risky for my blood. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't lay points with an 0-5 team. I mean, it's playing. it's ludicrous. But here we are. Um, Yeah, I'm just browsing the spreads right now. There's not a lot of live dogs that I like, so... I wish I could fight you on any of these, but I don't Tampa's a home underdog. Maybe I like that one, but everything else, yeah, I, I like it with you. Yeah,
0: for sure. And here's here's the teaser. Uh, we're gonna take a six and a half point teaser, and we're gonna move Pittsburgh to plus three and a half, the Rams to plus three and a half, uh, the Patriots to minus two and a half. And the Cowboys to plus eight against the Cardinals. Uh,
1: What was the first one you said? Pittsburgh plus three and a half.
0: Pittsburgh plus three and a half against the Browns. The Rams plus three and a half against San Francisco. The Patriots minus two and a half against the Broncos. And the Cowboys plus eight against the Cardinals. That's four-teamer pays out of plus 200.
1: I like the last three a lot. The Pittsburgh one makes me a little nervous.
0: I like the Pittsburgh defensive line to force some of those mistakes from Baker that, that
1: he's certainly capable of. I'm with you. You know, I you asked me what would lose last week, and I said Bengals plus twenty, and you're like, really? I yeah, mean,
0: really glad I took that one out. Really you glad. Know, that,
1: that's a, that was a big number, but at the same time, like Baltimore's defense is good. But yep. But I, I like. I think that Pittsburgh-Cleveland total is high. That's at 51 right now.
0: I do too, and I, but I, but I like Pittsburgh with the hook plus three and a half. I don't see them getting blown out in this game.
1: Then I especially like your Pittsburgh pick under that logic, if yep. that makes sense. Yep. Tighter game, lower scoring. I think that's a Pittsburgh.
0: So there it is, kids. Uh, a 14 teaser, which you shouldn't do, and and we're laying points with an 0-5 team, and uh, and Paulson starting Zach Ertz. You take your pick. What's what's worse?
1: Don't lead with me starting Zach Ertz. We're starting a ton of Dolphins. That's the that's and the story. You're right. You're right.
0: It's Fitzmagic Magic Week, and and I'm laying points with an 0-5 team. But you know what, Ryan?
1: It's only gambling if you lose those bets.